Bishop Matthew Adiaminta is an apostle of great faith. God has used him to raise nine people from the dead and perform several miracles, including incredible healings of cancer, HIV AIDS, kidney failures, and many more. He is a healing evangelist, church planter, great teacher, and a mighty prophet who speaks to the nations. He is also an author of many books. In Faith to Faith Hour, he reveals divine secrets and truth. Stay tuned and be blessed. You can be changed in the atmosphere of faith. Miracles take place. When we say you are strong in the grace of our Lord Jesus, it means nothing can persuade you to deny Jesus. Even if your prayers are not answered, I've seen Christians when their prayers are not answered about marriage. When their prayers are not answered about looking for children, when their prayers are not answered, uh, maybe going to overseas or whatever, um, perceived that whatever they want to achieve, then they say, Oh, yes, you did me ramble. Jesus had disappointed me. Verse 2 And the things that thou hast heard of me among many witnesses, the same commit thou to faithful men. And who shall be able to teach others? We are also to amplify the word of God that we hear. The preachings we hear, the teachings. The word of God is encouraging us to amplify. A true believer, a true soldier of the cross will amplify the same thing among his unbelieving friends. Among people that they come into contact with. Verse 3 Thou therefore endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. You know, a true soldier. A mark of a true soldier. One of the mark is he or she endures hardship. She can go through difficulties. But he will never deny his Lord. He can go through trials. But he will never deny the Lord. I was praying for a sister who was dying. And I could see this sister had faith. And when I was praying after prayer, I told her, sister, just encourage yourself. But she says something very profound. 
He said, I believe my God will deliver me. But even if I die, Jesus has done well. Jesus has done well. I mean, and uh, sometimes she died. I mean, not few days. She died. It's something really, and I started researching the Bible and I found out some died in faith. Some died according to the book of Hebrews chapter 11 from 31 to 35. He said, some, they, they died in faith. It's not that they don't have faith to be healed. Hallelujah. Amen. That's a mark of a true soldier of the cross. He said, No man that worried entangle himself with the affairs of this life. That he may please him who has chosen him to be a soldier. And if a man also strive for masteries, yet is he not crowned except that he strive lovely. So Paul is saying that if you're a soldier, don't entangle yourself with civilian affairs. You don't get involved with certain things as a true soldier. Sometimes when a soldier is seen, you know, entangle himself, his officers will call him and discipline him. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. And then it says, strive lawfully. Do things according to the word of God. Not according to your own will. Amen. Amen. Loyalty to the church of Christ. A true Christian advertises his or her church. Let's look at Ephesians 3.10. Philippians 3.10. It says... I want you to know Christ. Yes, to know the power of his resurrection and participation in his suffering, becoming like him in his death. Colossians 1.27 Colossians 1.27 To them God has chosen to make known among the Gentiles the glorious riches of his mysteries which is Christ in you the hope of glory. 
You see, the hope of glory in Christ must be seen in you. It's a mark of a true believer. A mark of a true Christian. You know the mysteries of Christ. And how can you know it if you don't read the Bible? Because the mysteries of the kingdom are in the word of God. The mysteries of Christ is not your revelation. The revelation you had, you saw some angel and you saw somebody who is saying this and this and that is not it. It is what is written. The, the, the revelation of the word of God. Hallelujah. So it's a mark of a true believer. A true soldier of the cross. That is a true soldier of the cross supports and promotes the preaching and the teaching of his pastor. If you can know a, a good Christian, he has the message. He has to amplify the teachings. If you find you come to a church and you find a good teaching, you tell others. You you share with your friends. That is a true a believer. A, a faithful testimony. If God has done something, I'm not talking of testimony where a pastor will pay you and he will coach you what you have to come and, and, and tell the people to deceive them. But true, genuine testimony based upon the power of God, based upon your, your activation of faith in the word of God. That what God has genuinely done for you. Amen. You amplify that. Supporting the scriptures. Now you have Christian, you have some church. They don't even open the Bible. The pastor will not even open the Bible. He can't even quote to teach you. Because he himself, he, he has not studied to show himself approved. So he has nothing to show. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Let's look at First Corinthians chapter 11. Be ye followers of me, even as I also am of Christ. In the other translation, he said, imitate me as I imitate Christ. And so, that is a mark 
a mark of a true believer, he, he imitates his pastor's word. He imitates. I'm not saying when the pastor is not teaching from the Bible. If the pastor's philosophy is against scriptures, his attitude, his lifestyle, then you copy. No. But that, that's why the Bible says it's very important. So the people of uh, Berean, they were noble because they checked the scriptures. What Paul was saying, if it is so. You know, sometimes some, some pastor will say, you listen to what I'm saying. Don't look at my, my, my lifestyle. Amen. Because as a leader, you must be an example. The word of God says we should be example in word and in deeds. And so, if you're a pastor and, and then and you, after church service, you gather the woman and, and you're just having fun and you drink and then this and that, and, and, and uh, somebody comes to church and he's looking at it, he thinks that, oh, oh, he's right. I can also do the same. After all, my pastor is doing the same thing. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 A true soldier must pray to be bold. And to be a soul winner now, to Christ. Christ. Acts chapter 4 verses 8 to 13. Yes. Habit many of them which had the word believed. And the number of the men was about 5,000. And it came to pass on the morrow that their rulers and elders and scribes and annals, the high priests and carefuls and John and Alexander and as many as were of the kindred of the high priest were gathered together at Jerusalem. You see the preaching of Peter and, and getting 5,000 souls saved for the Lord, not for themselves. It scared the Sahindrin. It scared the high priest who were just talking about um, Moses, Moses, Moses. He said, wow, what is this? Hallelujah. Amen. And when they have set them in the midst, they ask, What by what power or by what name have you done this? Then Peter filled with the Holy Spirit said unto them, Eve rulers of the people and elders of Israel, 
If we this day be exam of the good deeds done to the impotent man. Amen. By what means he is made. Be it known unto you and to all the people of Israel that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom he crucified, whom God raised from the dead, and even by him that this man stand here before you whole. This is the stone which was set at naught of you builders, which has become the head of that corner. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none under name, other name under heaven given among men, whereby we must be saved. Now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were unlearned and ignorant men they marveled and they took knowledge of them that they had been with Jesus. The point I want to make is that as a true soldier, boldness to declare the word of God in high places, in low places, in the ghettos, in the street, is a mark of a true soldier. Peter, you know, sometimes people call even Peter and the rest were arrested. That Peter was not arrested for scamming people. Peter was not arrested for deceiving people, but of being a criminal going to kill somebody somewhere to perform some rituals. Peter was arrested for preaching the gospel. Paul and Silas were arrested and put into prison for nothing but just casting out a demon from a little girl. In the book of Acts, chapter twenty, when when uh, when when uh, Paul was about to leave Ephesus, he challenged the people. He said, "If I've taken anybody's gold, if I by any fraudulent means have obtained something, love, let them. Let, I'm standing here before I go. That is a true mark of a true soldier of the cross." Some of your beast party, I will be a poor one can 
In the same Act chapter 4, 30 going to 33, the disciples prayed and listened at their prayer. They were not praying that, Lord, let me buy a Cadillac. Lord, let me buy Rolls Royce. Lord, let me buy a plane. You know, I'm not saying that um, if you're a preacher, if you're a man of God, you don't deserve these things. You know, somebody can bless. God can use somebody to bless you. But that was not their prayer. And a true prayer, you know, a true mark of a, a Christian, he always seeks things about the kingdom. Something that will promote the kingdom of God. And God will add the others. Now let me start from verse 29 And now Lord Listen to the prayer they were praying He said now Lord Behold their treacherous And grant unto thy servants That with all boldness they may speak thy word. That means give your people, Lord, with all the attractive, give us the power, the spirit of boldness to preach the gospel more. By stretching forth thy hand to heal. And that signs and wonders may be done by the name of Thy holy child, Jesus. And when they had prayed, the place was shaking where they were assembled together. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. And they spoke the word of God with boldness. Preaching the word with boldness is a mark of a true soldier. A true soldier is faithful in giving tithes and offerings. First Timothy chapter 6 verse 17 to 19. It's a charge them that are rich in this world. That they be not high-minded. Nor trust in uncertain riches. But in the living God. Who give up us richly all things to enjoy that they do good that they be rich in good works ready to distribute willing to communicate laying up in store for themselves a good foundation again the time to come that they may lay hold on eternal life 
A mark of a true soldier of the cross, he's willing to communicate. He's willing to distribute among friends, among members, among those who are in need. They are willing. You know, they lay for themselves treasures in heaven. Hallelujah. I heard this story, which was very true. I was talking to some uh, commando friends. And they were telling me that they used to have a boy among them. And this boy was so brave. And uh, he was very daring. But he was not willing to listen to instructions. And he said in one of their operations somewhere, I'm talking about something truly that has happened within the, uh, some of the unit of, of um, some army somewhere. Amen. I won't mention the nation. But you know, when they went out there, he said, this boy is so daring, and, and then he, he, he thinks he's so powerful, you know. And, and they kept on telling, listen to the instruction of um, the commanders. And one day they went to a place, when they were asked, everybody lie down. Oh, he, after just lying down a few, he got up and was looking around. And bullet just caught him off. First Timothy chapter 14. Let's read from verse 1. The Spirit clearly says that in the later time, some will abandon the faith and, and follow deceiving spirits and things taught by demons. Sad teachings come through hypocritical lies whose conscience have been sealed. As with a hot iron. They forbid people to marry and order them to abstain from certain folk which God created to be received with thanksgiving by those who believe and, and who know the truth. For every good thing created is good. And nothing to be rejected if it is received with thanksgiving. It is consecrated by the word. Hallelujah. Amen. Verse 6. And if you point these things out to the brothers and sisters, you will be a good minister of Christ Jesus. Nourishing on the truth of the faith 
and of the good teaching that you have followed. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Glory be to God. Now, uh, uh, the next thing is a true soldier of the cross takes good care of his or her family. A true soldier always makes sure he provides for the family. And in fact, in the army, they are very, very careful and, and they are very concerned with the relationship between husband and wife. Because a troubled soldier, when you send him out there, he can misbehave. The Bible says in First Timothy, First Timothy chapter five, verse eight. It, it says, if any man failed to take care of his, I'm, I'm paraphrasing it, his household, or to provide for the children, the wife, and the family. That person has denied the faith. He's worse than an unbeliever. And so a true soldier is always thinking about how to take care of the family. That you cannot be a Christian and in the church you are helping the sisters, you are helping the brothers, but in your own home you don't help. Your children's school fees you don't pay. And when, even if you pay, it has to be a tag of war. You are not a true Christian. You are not a true believer. Your children don't have television, but outside you buy one for somebody. You are making sure of. Hallelujah. Amen. You go out there and you don't you don't provide housekeeping money, which is traditional known as chop money, and you just go out there, buy some check check somewhere, you eat and you come and you are full and you come and sleep up. What should your children eat? You are not showing that you are a good believer. Some men sneak out of the house because of housekeeping money. They go and come in the night. Early morning, they are gone. They sneak out. In the evening, they, 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 in the night, they sneak in. But when they come to church, you see them clapping, you see them dancing, you see them shouting. You are not a true believer. You, you, you bring in shame to the body of Christ. 
Hallelujah. Amen. In 1 Timothy 3, 4, he said, if anybody wants to really show that he's a true believer, let him learn how to take care of his own house. Let him command his own house. Let him make sure he put his children under subjection of the faith. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory be to God. Now the last point. A true soldier of the cross prays daily for the church. For his pastor and for members of his church. Matthew 6, 3, 3, seek ye first. He prays for the kingdom. He prays first for the pastor who is helping with the work of the kingdom. He prays for those in, in, in power. He prays for those in authority. He seeks first peace in, in the kingdom of God. He prays for his church to grow. He prays for God to make provision. Uh, he prays that God will help his pastor to plant more churches and to send the gospel to people who don't know God. Hallelujah. Amen. In Ephesians six nineteen, which will be our last scripture. Remember, we're talking about. We're talking about fighting as a true soldier. Our next series will be as a soldier knowing the weapons of your warfare. Hallelujah. Amen. And you know, Paul was talking and said, and for me, now let, let, let's start from verse 18 so that we can Ephesians 6 18, let's start from 18 to 19 for clarity's sake. And pray in the spirit on all occasions. With all kinds of prayers and requests. You know, here Paul was encouraging that the church should pray always. You know, with the different kinds of prayers. We have different kinds of prayers. Praying defensive prayer. Um, um, a prayer of petition to God. You know, when there is some emergency or see, uh, I mean, or, or something uh, very urgent to be dealt with. And uh, praying deliverance prayer, casting out demons from people, praying healing prayer, praying to make a request from God, praying, you know, all kinds of prayer. So if you are a Christian, you must be taught 
how to pray different kinds of prayer. If your pastor is not teaching you that, he's robbing you big time. And that's why people go to church and they always depend on pastors and depend on oil, depend on fake, fake, fake things. They buy this, buy lemon, buy this, buy that, buy that. If you know how to pray. If you pray, the Bible promises it, God will definitely listen to you. I understand. I understand that there is um, uh, levels of anointing. I'm, I'm not denying that. But in your own way, you need to deal with the situation. I've always said that every medical doctor can do some basic uh, medicine. But when it comes to specialities, yes, there are those who have specialities in eye, ear, I mean surgery, this and that. But basically, I mean the fundamentals are one. Amen. Amen. Is that with this in mind? Be alert and always keep on praying. The Bible did not say be alert and keep on going to look for uh, spiritual directions. Amen. Amen. He talked about you praying. Hallelujah. Amen. For all the lost people. Or if you are you are you belong to the Lord, you must know how to pray. If the enemy come against your family in the night, you should be able to stand and know some scriptures that you can quote and pray and stand by faith. That is the mark of a true Christian. One of our sisters gave this testimony. He said he was in a car. You know, a bus. And the, and the driver lost control. And the car will move to this end, to that end. And he said people were being scattered here and there. And then he said he heard some people shouting the name of their pastors. And some were shouting in the name of a certain malam. 
somewhere shouting in the name of a certain juju man. But she stood and, and, and said in the name of Jesus I command this car to come to a stop in Jesus name by the authority given to me by God I command this car this bus to stop then he said the bus took a turn took another one and came to stop then some of the people who were not conscious they came to her hey mommy suffer hey you are a pastor hey those who are shouting the name of madam those who are shouting the name of some juju powers then people started requesting for her number can I have your number? Oh, I, I, I have some problem. Is that even when they were going to hospital, people, oh, hey, you have something. Madam, they started telling others about how powerful this woman is. And she said, in my church, I'm an ordinary member. I'm not even a dickness. But her pastor taught us how to pray. How to walk in faith. How to stand in a time of difficulty. How to call the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. So, it's a mark of a true soldier of the cross. You should know how to pray. It's, it's a shame that the soldier of the cross cannot pray. Then Paul is saying, after you pray all this prayer, he said, Pray also for me. Paul, as a minister, was requesting. He said, pray for me also. That whenever I speak, words may be given me so that I will fearlessly make known the mystery of the gospel. A pastor who thinks he's so powerful, he doesn't need prayer from people, he's out of place. Every good church must pray for their pastor. When you go to a place and the, the pastors, they don't pray for them and all that they do is a pastor coming to perform magic, coming to and then uh, that is all. They go home. Hey, he's a powerful man of God. It, uh, you don't have to believe. Leave the place immediately because you are at the wrong place. You must belong to a place where the word of God is taught, 
where you are taught to pray, where you are taught to stand up. And I'm not saying it is wrong for your pastor to pray for you. Yes, there are some occasions you may need uh, your pastor to stand with you and pray for you. It's my prayer that God will give you understanding on this word. And I believe that as we keep on studying this, because without teaching of the word of God, Christians become something else. We need a word for God to order our steps. And today's message, um, as far as this series is concerned, next week I'm going to talk about the weapons of our welfare. Walk through the Bible and see some of the weapons and, and, uh, and the, their functions. You see, if you read the Bible, God has given us weapons and their functions. And I believe you are blessed. Let me pray with you as we pray. Let's make this declaration. Father, I thank you. I'm a soldier of the cross. And I pray for your grace. I pray for your power. I pray that you strengthen me. And by supernatural power. Lord, let me become effective soldier. That I may please you only. Not the world, not the masses, but you, God. That at the end of the day, you will call me and say, Thou good, faithful servant, a faithful soldier, come and receive your crown. I bless your holy name that you give me the grace. To move on in Jesus' name. Thank you for watching Faith to Faith R. You're welcome to worship with us, Gospel Light International Church, next to Orion Cinema, Nkrumah Circle, or visit any of our branches near you. Please call us for deliverance, prayer, and counseling. And you may order a copy of this DVD or books by the Bishop. Call 0261-984-098 or any other numbers on the screen. If the Lord has touched you to financially partner us for this broadcast or scholarship for needy students as well as for rural missions, send your donations to Ecobank account, Gospel Light International Church, account number 0300 944 023 Ring Road Central Branch. We hope to see you. God bless you.